Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look, tap in, nigga, log in. Smoke a lot, radio, we going all in. Uh, tap in, bitch, log in. Smoke a lot, radio, we going all in. Tap in, hold log in, smoke a lot, radio, we going all in. Uh, the squad making sure we all win. Smoke a lot, radio, we going all in. Silla, I'm the host with the most smoke. Rolling up the most dope, Kato got the most dope. Simone Taylor, keep it sexy for the grown folks. I'm OG, tone low, bouncing on them ghost folks. Smoke, we the number one podcast. Some other shows, all trash, Amber Rose, all ass. Broadcasting live from the coast. Sick committee with the jokes. Come and get your ass roasted. For you nigga, review my foul. I done show up on the net. You other niggas is clowns. Pulling bucks on niggas' cars, pulling whole skirts up. I'm the king of one liners. Y'all got what the fuck? Since we stepped up on the scene, we got the haters' attention. Only bosses on the set. You other niggas is mentioned. For your back for interviews, nigga. Boss up your views, nigga. Fuck your crew, nigga. Who is you? Uh, coming through with the block report. The real spill, cause niggas know I got reports. Uh, about to give you what you're waiting for. Simone, Kato, and Yuck, we about to take the floor. And we back like we never left. Other radio shows, they getting put up on the show. Every time we step out, you know we fresh to death. Here to take our brain today, ain't nothing left. You bitch! <laughs> Hey, who is these niggas? Y'all talking about? They gon' get on smoke a lot with they 400 followers, 17 motherfucking view having ass. Fuck, these niggas crazy than the motherfucker. These niggas crazy than the motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, Simone, what she at with? Oh my mama. Let's get it going. Tap in, hey, log in. Smoke a lot, radio. We going all we in. We going all in. Hey, it's your boy Yuck Mouse, the host with the most pulado smoke, with the illest nigga in the basket, B. Catophonia on my mama. <laughs> and we got a special, special guest today, man. The founder and the leader of the Impact Not Fucked Around Coalition is in the building, man. Everybody make some noise for Grandmaster J, man. Not fucking around. Not fucking around. Hardest name, hardest movement, hardest representation. What I've been speaking on on our podcast. Not fucking around. Getting some some results. Getting cracking. Movement. Have I been talking about them on our podcast? Oh hell yeah! Before, remember I had to ask you. What it was, you the one educated me on what the movement was, because I wasn't, I wasn't educated on what was going on. Right, 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 man. So now we got the the founder and the leader in the building to let us all know what it is, man. On Smoke Black Radio, man. So, uh, Grandmaster Jay, man, you out the floor, man. Um, I just want to say congratulations for making history, man. On the Fourth of July, man, that was a historical moment. The, uh, the two formations that you did, you know, what I mean, the Georgia and uh, and uh, the one in uh, Arizona. 
I ain't seen no shit like that since the Panthers, excuse my language, you know what I mean? But I ain't seen nothing like that, no unity like that since the Black Panthers, man. So I'm just very proud of you guys, man, and, and salute, man, you know what I mean? Well, you know, bro, first of all, let me thank y'all for having me on, bro. I mean, I've been talking to some of everybody, but I've been waiting to talk to my people. You understand what I'm saying? Right, um, right. It's, it's kind of tragic that we did something that was so historic, but at the same time, it actually showed the world that, you know, we sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired at the end right. of the day. And a lot of folks right. feel it, right? but there's a whole group of us that felt like we, we just not going to feel it. We're going to make somebody else understand that, look, you're just not going to keep treating us no any kind of way, and we're going to keep singing songs and holding hands and bringing uh, signs and rainbows to a goddamn gunfight. We're not going to do that now, okay? So it's not like this is something that's new. The not fucking around coalition been coming at y'all for a minute, but won't nobody paying attention. When we ran up in Dayton and ran the KKK out of Dayton, when they tried to rally up there, didn't nobody pay attention. Media didn't want to show y'all that. When we went down to the McMichael's house down there in, in Brunswick, y'all saw a glimpse of us. Y'all saw me running around talking about, I wish if I run through a motherfucking neighborhood, I wish he would shoot me. Let me make myself a target. They, even then, the police didn't want to engage us then. Didn't nobody really feel like then when we came out of quarantine that we was in some different shit. Pardon my language. But at the end of the day, when it came time for the 4th of July, we saw all y'all getting tipsy again and falling for the same brainwash that they always run on you with that Black Lives Matter bullshit that we don't support and that we're not aligned with. So what we decided to do was say, you know what, we're going to send a message. We're going to send a message to the core of this whole problem, everything that we got going on, whether it's police brutality, unfair housing practices, discrimination, uh, sex trafficking, or whatever it is that's affecting the black community, if you know your history, then you know what it all stemmed from. You know damn well what it all stemmed from. So we was gonna go and take it to the heart and make a statement while y'all so busy running around feeling sorry for yourselves, trying to erase what you did by tearing down all the statues and the flags. Oh, no, 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 no. We got something better in mind. What about that big ass monument y'all got down there in Stone Mountain, Georgia, where the Klan was born? Because in our opinion, all of our problems stem from that strain of white people who still buy into those old philosophies, who still believe that we are not equal citizens, who still want to see us go back to what we was before. So we decided to go to the home of the Klan to let them know that we can exercise a couple constitutional rights around here too. We can, we can, we can strap up and we can assemble up and we can say what the hell we want to say. Now here's the catch. In the, in the middle of us getting ready to do this, they issued a threat. And nobody wants to remember that, y'all. I'm gonna say it here publicly. Everybody talking about, oh, they went up on the mountain and they threatened white people and they was gonna kill white. No, y'all threatened us first. Y'all mm. were the team I'm talking about on the 4th of July, y'all was gonna go around and start busting black people in their ass. And then they arrested two cops. Remember they arrested two cops and the cops got yeah. caught over it? I can't wait to start shooting black people. Oh God, I can't wait. They were salivating getting ready for that. Then we saw y'all had the white militia walking around and y'all wasn't even disturbing them. It's a full blown riot going on. Yet you got some white boy walking around with bulletproof vests, semi-automatic weapons like it is. And y'all just, we thought they was with y'all, but let us show up and do some shit like that. It's get your ass on the ground. So now we watched what was happening. We watched what was going on when they started lynching people every day out there in Cali where you was, out here in New York. People all of a sudden, every brother in the world is getting lynched. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. We're not playing that. 
So we decided to send a message and address the threat at the same time. And I'm going to say it on this show right here. All 1,500 of my soldiers, men and women, that came out there that knew that we, we didn't know what we was walking into. We didn't know whether we was walking into an ambush. We didn't know whether we was walking into a gunfight. We didn't know we was walking into nothing. The bottom line was we showed up to get it done. And when they saw that, bro, I'm going to tell you something. We outnumbered the police. We outnumbered the Georgia Patrol. We outnumbered the GBI. That's why they helped us. They wasn't trying to help us at first until they saw 1,500 brothers and sisters strapped up, shorty. Don't y'all be listening to them white folks. We scared them because black folks was organized. Black folks was armed. Black folks was focused. It won't no goddamn march. We don't protest. We don't demonstrate. That's not the mission of the NFAC. So we, we thought we'd show y'all just a little bit of our forces because we're much bigger than that. But we're glad to be here. Our mission is to protect our communities, to encourage community policing, to make sure that there's somebody that's watching the somebodies that we need to look out for, to have somebody to come to our defense, not like Batman, but for y'all to copy the mode, copy the model, protect your own neighborhoods and do the whole nine yards. That's what our mission was, but it started with us addressing this threat. See, we're not going to take that no more. Y'all stop being all scary and shit, and every time somebody say something, y'all come running us. Ooh, they said they're going to kill us. Say something back. Stop being scary all the time. We done with that. We tired of playing victim. Every time we turn around, we the ones that's got to get an apology. We the ones that they say they're going to do better. We the ones that they're going to go and make a decision. No, the hell with all of that. That ain't working no more. I don't mean you to sound get like you screwed Grandmaster Jay, Big Brother Grandmaster Jay. Of course, on Smoke A Lot, we usually have like a different type of format, but, that, but that right now, this is a special Sharif episode, as Yuck likes to call it, meaning it's the woke shit. So we want to give them a, a little bit of the origins of impact. The, um, the um, listeners and the watchers, we got that art informed on the movement and everything. Give them a slight little definition of your or the origin of impact how it came about in fact was born because a lot of us of like-minded descent those of us a lot of us who served in the military uh and a lot of just a lot of regular street brothers that and we're not talking about brothers that's out there all you know doing a whole lot of just your regular street brothers that got good jobs responsible gun owners you know we know the law blah 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 we sat back and we you know we, we talk Okay, you establish a camaraderie when you're in the military that never goes away. And we would talk and we would watch things around us deteriorate and we kept talking about it. And then it got to the point where it was just an idea. But then COVID-19 came and it shut everything down and it gave everybody a chance to be on time out. And, you know, we, we still didn't think that we would ever have to pull fact out again after we did what we did in Dayton. But in fact, was born out of what we saw was how law enforcement was treating black people who exercised a Second Amendment right to bear arms. It was a whole different treatment. You can Google the, the, uh, the videos where they show you a white guy walking down the street and they walk up and they have a great conversation. Brother man walking down the street, he gets laid out on the ground or shot. So it, it grew out of that. I don't give a lot of information on the infrastructure and the details of in fact because we learned yeah, our yeah. lessons. 
from COINTELPRO. We learned yeah, our yeah. lessons from Operation Black Messiah. We don't trust most of y'all as far as we can throw you because a lot of you are filled with self-hatred towards your own people. And when you see something like Infact comes along, you don't think about how it could benefit you. You think about how you could bring it down. So I give you very, very scant details of how we came together. I'll tell you the idea that we had That's that brought us together was a mod Arbery. That's that enough for me. Us into action. I That's just want to get enough t enough you know enough of this let's go ahead and get it together everybody strap up everybody know the op plan let's go ahead and roll out we're gonna do this from now on we don't care what kind of image it sends to america it's gonna happen and then after we did that our membership started to grow our membership jumped i'll be honest with you our membership to ten thousand people in the first week after those videos came out from uh from down in brunswick georgia and now everything else we've done if you thought that was crazy how big you think we are now after what we just did down in Stone Mountain? I got one question for you, and I ain't going to be too tedious with it, but what would you suggest for, suggest for soldiers from states like California, which have a different gun law than you guys have, that we can't um, organize and monopolize like you guys can do with like in the South and other places? Because our gun laws, so we, we come up the street like that, so it's ball game. What would our role be being in California and places with stricter gun laws than what's going on in the South. So let me go ahead and help you out. We're not restricted to the South. We have a California division. Matter of fact, the Black Self-Defense Gun Coalition is our California operation. The march that we had down in Phoenix was the folks from California that, as you say, cannot but they carry and do what they carry in Phoenix, do. though. They can carry, they can carry in Phoenix, though. No, let me finish. That's okay. why we sent them to Phoenix, because these are all of the people in California that wanted to express what we were going to do. And we found out that because of what the Panthers did at the State House, that your laws were all jacked up. So just so that they could ask for those, part of that was them getting sworn in. It wasn't just us getting together to go confront the Klan. A lot of those people got sworn into the NFAC. I mean, the NFAC on that particular day. So we did it simultaneously. I had to get them to a place where I could swear them in. They were done remotely on the big screen at Escobar Park. And we did it up at Stone Mountain. Anybody who saw the whole live saw me swear everybody in. But to answer your original question, you and I both know there are ways and loopholes to get around forming a militia that can actually participate and defend yourselves in the state of California. Security licenses, a security agency license is one of the biggest ones. Forming those okay. agencies inside of California that are licensed as security agencies and therefore give you the right to carry a weapon. You're familiar with that, I'm familiar with that. We would expect the people in California to push to have the law changed. The law that was put into place when the Panthers did what they did. Panthers, exactly, yes. So the solution in California is not what you do, it's change the law. That's not the only place. New York is the same place. Philly exactly. is the same way. The law has to be changed. That leads into a different discussion of something else that we're working on, which has nothing to do with walking around with guns, because that's not all we do. We have adopted the 10-point plan of the Black Panthers and added four more of our own tenants on top of it. And one of those is judicial reform and having the political machine in place to change those laws so that you can open carry, so that they don't violate your Second Amendment rights. Because right now, California, by de facto, is, the, is violating everyone's Second Amendment rights by prohibiting you or limiting you in your ability to carry. See, when we went down to Georgia, we didn't give a damn about their laws. We were standing on the Constitution. And whenever you see a militia 
We're standing on the Constitution. We're not standing on no goddamn state laws. We're not standing on no city laws. Oh, yeah, they came out. They didn't even have a permit, but you didn't stop us, did you? And that's what they need to hear, that energy of the motherfucking inference that you just told me. People from my side, and uh, we, we undereducated. I'm going to keep it 100 on certain um, byways and highways of how to do the shit. So uh, you telling us this, letting us know. We got to educate each other. That's why I asked you that question, because a lot of homies, and we got questions with brothers from the neighborhood, and I don't know, gang shit, just people that's like, okay, well, we can't do this, but we uneducated on a lot of law shit. So that was that was a reason I need I need to ask that question. Let me let me add this. Let me add this. We're also, like I said, we're a coalition. So we're building with existing organizations that are already out there. Today was a rather rather significant day for the NFAC. Two major develop well, three major developments. Uh, one of those was the alliance between the Black Riders, which are in LA. If you know who the Black Riders are. Um, and my man, General Taco, big salute. Um, we, we went ahead and, and, and aligned ourselves. The Black Riders? Yes. Taco, we, we, I know about the Black Riders. I'll tell you, the Black Riders are now part yes. of the NFAC coalition, okay? And that's to cover uh, your area out there and a few, you know exactly who they are and what they do. Yes. I'm not gonna do it, yes. I'm not gonna go into details, but that's now part of our organization. Additionally, we just partnered with my man, uh, 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 Kimmy Seba. If you don't know who Kimmy Seba is, he is the head of the French Pan-African resistance in Europe for Northern Africa. So we've partnered with them on an international scale. So NFACT is now global indeed, along with the chapter that we just stood up in Toronto and another one down in Jamaica. So we are actually expanding our, our footprint beyond the United States because we see this problem not as just something that's happening here in the United States, but globally affecting melanin people. So any type of resources that we need, whether it be training, sensitization, organization, and so forth, we're able to extend that to people who live in areas in California where you are. So uh, quick question, man. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of backlash, you know what I mean, from not, 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 um, not, uh, well, I just seeing a lot of people trying to contest y'all, you know what I mean? Like, say, for instance, Texas, I see a lot of, you know what I mean, white, I don't know if they white supremacists or what, but a lot of white people out there with their guns, like, come down here, I'm just a good old boy, we're gonna tear y'all up. Like, they trying to, like, 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 poke at y'all. They want y'all to come to them. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what I mean? I see some other I see some other dudes like, yeah. Stop, yeah. bro. Stop. Stop. Cut, cut, that, <laughs> cut that noise. Stop that noise. First of all, 
First of all, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. I feel like I'm on WWE right now. Let me tell you something. Um, you know, so remember this? Come on, let me tell you something. First of all, we ain't trying to hear none of that shit. Let me tell you why. Because if they were educated enough, they would have heard what we really said. Let me show you how we think different. Watch this. What we said was, is that we will file an action for the creation of an independent nation declaring all of us, all of us who are descendants of slavery, as political prisoners of the United States. That is an action in the world court. You see, that's in the court system of the world. And then say that, so you can't get reparations for a color. You have to be a nation to get reparations. You cannot get restitution as a color. You have to be a nation. So we declare ourselves through a liberation act as an independent nation that is prisoner within the United States in front of the world court. And there are 126 countries that have already signed a treaty that says that anybody that declares liberation is entitled to their assistance for their freedom and their liberation. We take it to the world court. And then the world court says to the United States, you got to do one of two things. Either A, you're going to have to carve them out of space for them cells where they can develop their own nation, which you know they're not going to do. They're not going to give us shit, okay? But if they was in the mood to give us something, we simply said we'll take taxes. We ain't said we was going to take the motherfucker. We said you will take that while you're handing out shit because it got ports, it got oil, it got plenty of space. It's hot for black folks. We just do use that as an example. But if they don't do it, what they have to do then is not stand in our way when we exodus this motherfucker. That's what. And that's one of the purposes of INFAT, to become the backbone of the military force that would facilitate our exodus to our own neo-nation. That's what they don't want to hear. All they heard was, we'll take Texas, because they're barbarians. That's how a barbarian thinks. They think we're going to come down and try to fight it out with them. Why? We ain't got to do no shit like that. We take the shit to the world court. We declare ourselves as an independent nation. If you all decide that you don't want to let us do that, or you decide that you want to fight us, guess what? You know how many countries are aligned with us right now? They would do the same thing to the United States that the United States does to everybody else. I'm going to tell you what the United States does. They come into your backyard and they find somebody who don't fuck with you. And what they tell them is, we'll give you guns, we'll give you bombs, we'll give you planes to fight them. We'll call you freedom fighters. But you got all the shit that you need to fight for freedom. That's what will happen. And they'll fuck around and make the impact of true fighting force because one day we out there with AR-15s and the next day we pulling up with choppers and missiles and shit and everybody wondering where we got it from. You still didn't get it from the sloth and swap me. So and if they did, they, we take all yeah. that shit with us. <laughs> oh, so, my mom. My thing is this, man. This, this is the thing I was complaining about on Yuck Mouth TV, man. Um, when y'all made history on the 4th of July, I was wondering why all the uh, the conscious community, they totally ignored it. You know what I mean? They totally didn't, didn't post shit about it. Nobody wanted to say nothing about it. And I, I found it funny because as soon as the Will Smith and Jaden Smith shit happened, them same conscious brothers, they had that shit all across their board. Like, that was history. Like, nobody give a fuck about how somebody had a relationship. Period. On, that that didn't change history. You know what I mean? So, come on, sir. we're sir, about the wrong I shit. Like, I hate to sound like I'm in the FBI office, but come on, sir. Um, your partner said it so eloquently that I couldn't say it any better. Okay? Um, and Yuck said it. 
he said it best. It's because of the simple fact that somebody did something that you've been talking about all these years. Right. All these years while you've been selling the truth and collecting money, these people actually did something that you talked about and didn't ask for a dime from anyone. And at the same time, they didn't just do it in one place. They did it in two places. So for all y'all who run around with these titles and all y'all just run around talking about you this and you this, that, and the third, on this particular day, you had nothing to do with this particular action that made world history, scared the shit out of the white people and even got other countries talking about, now that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I wouldn't have said nothing either because it made everybody look like y'all was fake. <laughs> from the sidewalk hey, on my baby. mom. Grandmaster Jay were all the smoke. He said, y'all fake. That's how I felt. I can't even watch the conscious community no more. I used to be tapped in and shit. But I felt like this. I felt like the friction. You know what I mean? As much as I believe in, in, in God and I believe that the Bible is a remix, I know some of it you could take out of it, which is real. Some of it is remixed to make it look, you know, towards whatever it may be. But the preacher, until you get a bank of God, a bank of uh, of, of Jesus or a bank of whoever, a bank of our lives, why do I got to give 10% of my money to you? You know what I mean? You say we we say we building a new church, and instead right. of seeing a new church get built, we seeing a preacher pull up in a new Rolls Royce, a new Phantom, a new he got a new uh, a new business, new nail salon, new barbershop, new this that and the third, but we ain't getting a new church. So at the end of the day, I'm falling for the banana and the tailpipe. I'm giving you my hard earned money, and it's going into let your pocket. Let me, let me, let me add something to that, yo. Let me oh, add so something to that, brother. Okay, go ahead. Let me add something to that. Plus, there's the fact, there's also the fact that, and this is something else that came out, is that, yeah, we did that, and we're a militia, but at the same time, and you know this, I teach too, okay? Right. And my right. audience is a platform too. It's over almost 110,000 now and still growing, but right. I'm out there teaching some of the same stuff that these brothers are teaching. Okay, right. so you got people who are sitting there saying, like you said, I'm jacked in here, I'm plugged in here, I'm listening to these cats, but I'm watching this brother over here that's that's dropping jewels on me, and he's an instructor. I just watched this motherfucker turn into Shaka Zulu, and right. went completely exactly. off the reservation, and then yeah, came exactly. back and told and me some more shit. I some more knowledge. Right. Right, so that's how I feel. I can't keep giving a preacher my money, man. As far as the conscious community, they keep asking for my money. They keep cycling the game that we done heard over. They keep debating and shit. The fate ain't gonna stop these police from shooting you, my nigga. Being a black Hebrew, a black Israelite, they ain't gonna ask you if you an Israelite when they pull that gun on your ass. If you black, you're getting, you're getting right. capped, period. Right. You, you could be an Israelite, you could be a Hebrew, you could be all that shit. You getting capped if you black. You could be rich. You Period. could be rich than a motherfucker. No, no questions fall. asked. However, well, speaking, oh, speaking, on, speaking on that, speaking on that, um, what you feel about the Nick Cannon situation? With the words that were said, that was really the truth. But how can you be anti-Semitic when you are the original Semitic?
Hey, Smoke A Lot Radio fans, now whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommate or your girlfriend is listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars for a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds in the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, Buds are the best ones yet. With six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Raycon's earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or benching on podcasts. In fact, every time I record a podcast, I have them on. The clarity, the bass, and just, you know, the thing is, they never run out of juice. They're long-lasting. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems to distract anyone during video conference calls. You heard me talk about how the company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Cardi B are obsessed with Raycons. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com SAL101. That's buyraycon.com slash SAL101 for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash SAL101. And tell them Smoke A Lot sent you. You heard? Yeah, he got his own hole right quick. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think something happened. Yeah, he's coming back oh, okay. in right now. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Let's go. This is what we got to give him the Sharif edition. Nah, nah, man. This this is the NFC, NFAC edition, bro. No, yeah, we're going to use like the whole letters. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about me yeah. and you. When you get your woke shit, I'm talking about between us. Our joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely Sharif edition, bro. Period. Yeah, we lost you for a minute, but he was asking. I'm back, what I'm they back. You, you know they're going to mess with us, bro. That's what they do. Ah, they just shut you down? Oh, yeah, my God. The last time we was on, as soon as we got to the truth, they pulled the plug. You know you're right. You're right. Hey, he right. ain't lying. I was Bain's talking to him. Yeah. So, so, uh, what, um, so we're going to keep keep it to the meat, the meat of the shit. What do you feel about... They talk. They call in uh, the Nick Cannon truthful, regular ass conversation anti-Semitic. But how are you anti-Semitic when you are original Semitic? You know, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, can, can I teach on here just a little bit? Do I got clearance? I would. Yeah, I, I would be. I would be honored. Okay. So, so let me go ahead. I'm not gonna dig into the story, you know, about Nick because Nick's my man, you know. But I think, and, and Griff's my man too, you know, because Griff was actually out there at the yeah, yeah, Stone Mountain. But let me teach you a little bit here, because I don't normally go on other shows. I do this on facts over feelings, but since you brought it up, it's something that we that we've been missing. And I taught this tonight. When you call Yuck, I was already teaching this, but I'm glad you asked that question. You know, when most people uh, who hear about this situation, who are on the learned side, those of us that actually study the text and we understand the comedics and we understand all of that, when we hear somebody try to tell us that, well, you being anti-Semitic, and we go, we can't be anti-Semitic because we, the original Hebrews was black. What are you talking about, right? That's the argument that most people would jump on, and that's the reason we like the brother just told the truth. He did. He did tell the truth. However, where a lot of us jump over and we're starting to come out now, which is one of the reasons why all these white folks is running around trying to tear down all these statues and all of these, uh, these, 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 these flags and all of this, because what they want to do, 
is not to appease you. It's to cover up a period in time where they did some very, very heinous shit to our society. They changed things. They rewrote things. And if you study history, you will find out that the reason that the, that, the, that the descendants of the Holocaust in Germany are so sensitive to the use of the word anti-Semitism anti is because it's not the same as what we're talking about when we're looking at the comedic text. And now this is something that I had to learn because I want to know what is the problem? Let me dig into it for a second. Exactly. And try yeah. to figure out why is y'all tripping about some shit that don't apply to you? But when I did my etymological study and did an exegesis, I found out something that we didn't understand. You see, somewhere around the 17th century, when they started classifying race, one of the things that they did classify also when they got into the 1860s was there was a movement in Germany to try to classify the people that were moving into Germany. And it was in 1879, it was a German journalist by the name of Wilhelm Marr. He began a politicization of a speaking term of a struggle between the Jews and the Germans. And he was the one who first tried to use the term, the league for anti-Semitism that was meant to use up the way, the same way they're trying to demonize us, black folks, black folks are thugs, black folks ain't this, black folks ain't that. That's a program, the same program they used in Germany to, to demonify these damn people, the Jews. And once they got everybody thinking that they won't shit, they then enacted what they call anti-Jewish action against them. They marched them off to the others. They started killing them. That is a different application of the word Semitism or anti-Semitism than as we understand it from the original Hebrews. So when you jump over that little period from 1770 to 1879, when white people was making up terms for us, they was making up terms for these folks. They was making up terms for everybody. So when those people say, oh, you're being anti-Semitic, they're speaking specifically of the politicization that was done against them by white people that did this shit to them. It has nothing to do with the true history. And if you study the actual meaning of the word Semitism, you're right. It takes us all the way back in the ethnicity and the race. But we are so focused on trying to identify our history, our culture that's been stolen from us, our origins, where they came from, our significance in the Bible, that we jump completely over this little period where they took something of ours and used it to put these people into the damn oven. So whenever someone brings that up now, that's all they see. They don't see the history that we're bringing up. And we don't see that part, so we fight them. So what happened to Nick, and Nick is cool in the fan with me, is that Nick fell into a trap, the same trap that Griff fell into back in the 80s. Instead oh, of my mother back there, I was gonna bring that up. You get what I'm saying? Instead of white folks saying, you know what, no, it's our fault. We injected another definition of it. You see what I'm saying? And that's what these people are responding to. And the reason they will never say anything is because most people don't know that the United States is, are the ones who funded the riot. Hey, what's the word, smoke a lot, listeners? I remember the time it was my daughter's 16th birthday, and I was trying to buy her a new car, and I was trying to be discreet about it. I know most of you are probably thinking, why didn't you just use incognito mode? But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you click your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter 
if you get your internet from Verizon, Comcast, or Time Warner, whoever. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's right. Big Brother's in full effect. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure service so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it. Now protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wire. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash SAL101 and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S SSVPN.com slash SAL101. ExpressVPN.com slash SAL101 to learn more. Go get it. Don't get caught slipping. As of the Nazis. Wow. And it got to be said. No, no, no. Let it, let it be known. I just told you, everything I just told you is not my opinion. It is facts that I went and researched. And anybody who tunes into my show, Facts Over Feelings, no, we don't get into your feelings. We get into the facts, and we let the facts speak for themselves. Let's, let's drop another fact. Let's drop another fact, man. Since you say America funded, nah, it was it was some families, man. It was Bush Senior. We, we got But let's go ahead and unpack the whole box while we're in here. A lot yeah, of the companies people do business with today are some of the same companies that supplied the Cyclone B, that supplied the uniforms. Shit, General Motors built the tanks and gave them fuel. Come on, now these people still around here today. A lot of y'all yeah. don't know that Abercrombie and Fish, they was involved in this shit. Yeah, it was the Rothschilds. Yeah, it was the Rockefellers. Yeah, it was the Bushes. Yeah, it was the Trilateral Commission. Yeah, it was the Council on Foreign Affairs. Yeah, it was all of them. But I just group them all together and call them white right, people. Right, right, right. Or America, just America, shit. It's America. Now, That's what I said. America. America funded that shit. Yeah. As a matter of fact, even further, it was it was the book propaganda that was written in 1921 that they that was written in the states that talks about group think. It talks about controlling the masses of people's minds. That's the book that somebody gave. Matter of fact, it's funny that who we want to talk about. That's the that's the book that Sanger who created the eugenics movement, gave to Hitler an autographed copy. He read that shit, and that's how he figured out how we can politicize this shit and turn the Jews into the enemy and throw their ass in the oven and make everybody think I'm a hero. That's the same book that convinced us that fluoride was good for your teeth. That's the same book that they used to convince wow. you that smoking was sexy. That's the same book they're using right now to control public. But y'all don't want to talk about that. I ain't come to talk about that. I can't nah, even tell you. We talking about it on Smoke no. Radio. And you heard it here first. Smoke Live Radio. Hold on, man. We're going deep down the rabbit hole, man. Now, Let's go. now we talk we talking about Hitler. You talking about what made him want to uh want to make the superior white race. 
I mean, let me talk about it. I mean, this is what I heard, man. Now, you being a teacher, man, you could give me the real facts on this, but it's rumored that Hitler came across the uh, the, the white aliens, the ones with the tall ones with the with the blonde hair and the, and the blue eyes, the big blue eyes. He came upon them. And after he seen these aliens, he went on a mission, like just the Aryan, Aryan nation, supposed to be, this is the, the pure race. You know, and he wanted to execute everybody still, you know, that's what I heard. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if it's true or not. Then Hitler disappears. You know what I mean? Nobody still know where Hitler died. Or, you know what I mean? He just disappeared. So what you got to say about that, my brother? Because those are, we still ain't found Hitler. <laughs> I know we weighed down in the rabbit hole, but I'm going to drag you down a little deeper into the depths of hell with me. See, first of all, you have to understand Hitler was a fall guy. And now you can go and research ah. yourself. Hitler was chosen. He was not the leader that you thought he was. He was a fall guy that they chose. They just didn't know how crazy this motherfucker was. He was chosen by the central bank and the ruling families that you talk about because what they figured out was the way that you control the population of the world, and they still doing it to this day, is you got to let them have some good times, then you got to strangle their ass a little control bit. Control their music. Control their music. A little bit more. Okay, so what they decided to do was remember the Great Depression was something that was caused. They planned that shit. It didn't just happen. The Great Recession, that shit was planned. It didn't just happen because they're controlling the flow of money. They're controlling the wealth of the world. What they wanted to do was that, the, you know, the most prosperous activity in the world? War. Everybody prospers in war. That is when a country is at its richest at war. So Ain't no bread and peace. So what they did, hold on, what they did was this. They put Hitler in power. Hitler didn't rise to power, they put him in power, okay? But once they put him in power, he began to delve into things that had jack shit to do with what they told him. That's why they had to take him out. This motherfucker went off and did his own thing. And what he was into was the occult. He was into studying our shit. He wanted to know the mysteries of the Vatican that was heaped that they stole from the Library of Alexandria when they burned when they burned the li Library of Alexandria down in Kemet. He wanted to get into all of that shit. Yup, you know that sometimes I open up the gold books to teach out of. You seen me teach out of text that no one can get because remember what they wrote. They said that they had twenty books, twenty four books that were released to you, and including the Torah. But there were seventy two books that were never released to anybody except to the master teachers. And if you want to get your hands on those books, you got to pay some grip because they know that in those books are the secrets to things that will make you a great person. Everyone who's ever possessed these books has risen to some level of greatness overnight. So he got a hold of these books and his fascination with the occult led him down some rabbit holes, led him into some advanced technologies, led him into some, because remember, he's trying to combine mysticism with technology, the same shit they're doing with CERN. And we could talk about CERN in the day of the week. Now, there are, those people who believe, there are those people who believe that the Nazis actually came into some technology that they never shared with the world and at the end of World War, or World War II that they didn't kill Hitler. Hitler died in Argentina somewhere or they got some secret base down in uh, Antarctica. Either way, why do you think we took all their scientists and Operation Paperclip? Because they were so much more advanced than these white boys over here. Why do you think they didn't kill them outright for what they had done. First of all, the United States was complicit and any technology or any technological advances that, that Germany had made, the United States wanted them for themselves. 
just like the Russians did. Most people don't realize the Cold War was not about us spying to see who was going to blow each other up. It was about wrestling over technology that they found in Germany. Ah. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, you can't forget about Africa. You can't forget about Africa. Hold on. The swastika come from Africa, but they, exactly. they, they turned it upside down, exactly. right? Exactly. The swastika, let me, hold on, and I just taught on this. It's funny you mentioned that because I pissed a whole bunch of people off the other night when I broke down the origins of the Ankh and the cross. A lot of people lost their religion because I shattered their theology because a lot of them don't understand. Y'all quick to quote Bible to me. I don't want to hear Bible. I quote scripture. Scripture is the original Hebrew Aramaic text. You are quoting a translation by these white people under the direction of Emperor Constantine. It says nowhere in the scriptures that Yeshua was hung on a cross. It says he was hung on a tree. That means they lynched his ass. You know who gave you the cross? Constantine did, and the, and the Masons who translated those scriptures. But y'all don't want to hear that because now I shatter your theology that you've been lied to all these years and that you've been living the same way Constantine is the one that moved the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday and got your asses going to church on Sundays when you're not supposed to be doing that either. So don't come to me and talk about unless you know what you, you've been brainwashed until you take off the brainwash, until you wake your ass up out of the matrix. Until then, don't talk to me unless you can read these scriptures in their original text and understand what was done to us. So the matrix, so the matrix is a real entity. I use the matrix as an illustration. I don't say the matrix as you see it depicted in the movies is a real entity, but the mental change that we're no, not the movie shit. I'm talking about the mindset of the word. Yes, yes, I would agree with that. Yes, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Isn't it interesting that a seven-year-old child can read the Quran in Arabic? But yet most Christians cannot read. They can't read Aramaic. They can't read Hebrew and they can't read Greek. If you want to study the original scriptures, not a translation where the words were changed, but the original scriptures, you have to speak the original language. And the minute you do, you will see why they took out certain books because it changes the whole story. You will see why they changed certain words because in order for them to control you, see what they did was they took the true religion of the world. They took the true beliefs that we wrote and they twisted it because they wanted to control the world. Remember, Constantine was a sick psychopath that was the emperor who changed everything. He changed religion. He changed the structure of government. He changed the days that we worship. He was, oh, I got converted to Christianity. No, you didn't. If you got converted, you wouldn't have changed it. You wanted to control it and control the people. And everybody was gravitating to this black religion. And the only way that you could fix it was you lynch the guy that was actually doing it. See, if you study the word, it says tree. It says tree, don't make me teach up in here. Grandmaster, what is our people's bottom line? What is the bottom line you said? What is the bottom line rule or the bottom line advice you got for us to get on the right path of shit making sense. Two things. The very first thing is that we have to admit that we are in an abusive relationship and that our abuser is still in the room with us and we will never heal as long as we're in the same room with that abuser. While we're never gonna be respected as equals, we're still seen as over-glorified, well-trained animals. We're, we're never going to be afforded uh, the, the, the 
the, the power that we've so richly deserved and we're never going to be able to allow to rise to the true level of who we are and learn about who we are and get our people and determine our, our destinies. That's never going to happen as long as we stay in our current configuration. We have reached a tipping point and it has become aligned even in the scriptures that the time has come for us to do one of two things. We need to leave this place and go to a place of our own and get our shit together, educate ourselves, fortify ourselves, employ ourselves, defend ourselves and strengthen ourselves and determine our own destiny. And then we can come back and deal with all of the shit that's owed to us. Y'all want to get y'all $14 trillion in reparations? Then do it from your own sovereign nation. Okay, okay, okay. To get those reparations. So my advice is begin to unify. Stop thinking that you know everything because everything that's been told to you is a lie. If you really thought for two seconds that they were getting with you with all this Black Lives Matter bullshit and everybody leaning down and tearing down statues, if that was the case, Nick would still have a job. If that was the case, right, they would snatch that boy out the car. If that was the case, we'd already have three charge, three officers charged with Brianna. And while we own Brianna, I have a meeting tomorrow with the city council of Louisville, the police chief and the activists, because we already told them, if y'all don't hurry and do something, I'm going to bring Infact into Louisville. Right. We're not going to bring 1500 this time. We're going to get right. somebody's asses in handcuffs, and it ain't going to be ours. And if you think those people that went down there yesterday was protesting, we don't protest. And they know we're coming. So we got to call with them tomorrow morning so they can bring us up to speed to what the fuck they're going to do. See, that's what we're trying to tell y'all. The time is now for action, no matter what you do or where you are, whether it's protecting your own neighborhood, patrolling your own neighborhood, trying to educate some kids, trying trying to feed the homeless, trying to stop gentrification. We got to start to come together and get over this petty infighting and self-hating that goes all the way back to slavery, that we still do these same things today. What we need to do is we can't get right until we get our minds right first. And that means okay. taking the chains off. Okay, and a lot okay of Grandmaster, Grandmaster, Grandmaster Jay, I got one more question that goes in the line of what you're saying. And I'm not to cut you off, no disrespect, but I'll be learning as you talk. So I'm kind of like rocking with you, but okay, say we're trying to educate ourselves, but the books that we're acquiring ain't giving us the information that's aligned with our true thing. Where can we get the books, books that's telling the truth? They need to know where to book, get the books and the information or the dialogue or the links or the, to get the truth because they're not going to get it in the library. They're not no. going to get it off of conventional Google. Right. That's, that's the lane that, that's the lane a lot of people misinterpreted that. Right. I'll tell you where you get those books. And this is, and, and, and Yuck knows this. He can testify to this. You have, and this is where people got to, got to understand. You're going to have to come and sit, at the, and sit at the feet of one of us that's teaching from these books. We release reading lists all the time of what books to go get. And you would be surprised how many people, I'm just speaking from my my circle alone. I told you, I got that's, all, that's all I need out of you, bro. I need your, I need your, I need your shit right now. Yo, <laughs> bro, I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna give you some game, Kato. All you gotta do is tune into his YouTube channel, man. It's called Grandmaster J, and then he does facts over feelings, where he teach like this every yeah. day. He got the and, morning and, mental. And the, yeah, he got the morning mental, and, and he, the and he's reading question from, was for that person. Is for that person that that doesn't do what we do with the internet and whoop whoop that regular person that needs to know. Some people like, like some people write their rhymes in their phone, some people write them on a tablet. That one person that wants that book, that, 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 that dialogue, that, that literature, 
Let me, let me, let me show you something. I'm telling you, you, you can get it from him every morning on YouTube. He's going to okay. read it to you. Yeah, we're going to start sharing. Well, we're going to yeah, start sharing. Let me explain some to you. Let me some to you. Okay, and these books cost like ten thousand dollars, man. You can't exactly. just the I know that. That's let why I asked that. That's why I asked that. Let me let me explain it to you. And this this is and he, I'm glad you brought that question up. When we teach, those of us that are truly teaching, we also answered that same question. We had the questions that you asked. Where are these books? Where are they? So when you start to do your deep research, you find out you get the name of the book, but you can't find it nowhere. Then you have to find out, was the book destroyed? And if so, where can I find a copy of what it looked like before it was destroyed? And then once you go through history, you'll begin to find out that they did the same thing like in the Council of Lodicea, where they went through and they eliminated all these books out of the canonization. Exactly. Of one of those books is this book right here. This is the first book of Yahweh. I mean, the first book of Enoch, but Yahweh's name restored. If it does Always name restored. It's a fake. It's a forgery. But in order to get this particular book, we found out they destroyed it for 800 years. There are no physical copies, but somebody preserved a photocopy of it. So now it moves around and certain individuals can get it. Once you get it, you produce that yourself. But what Yuck is talking about are the ancient books where they actually went in and they destroyed them and some were hidden. There are certain sects on this planet that maintain and guard those books with their lives. But if you got enough money, there are no copies to give you. They make them for you. You pay to have it made. You're going to pay $10,000 or more, depending on which books you want. And Real once, book they Eli book, once they make that book for you, they have a record of who they gave it to. And I'm going to tell you, Yuck's been on my broadcast. When I crack open those books, everybody says, what is that you're reading from? Because it's speaking to my soul. I found like I've heard that before somewhere. It makes perfect sense. I don't have that lost feeling like I do when I'm looking at all this other stuff. You got to pay for these books. So if someone decides to teach from these books, they're never going to give them to the student because the books themselves, I'll be honest, are so powerful. They're so powerful, and I've tried to teach out of these books. One sentence would destroy your whole theology and understanding. You have to have someone break these down to you. They have to spoon feed them to you because you've already been conditioned, and your mind will fight against you trying to absorb what's in these books. I'll give you an example. And Yuck, I don't know if you remember the night I did this. I took the Bible, which is, which Bible is simply Latin for Biblios, meaning book. You put the word holy in front of it, it becomes the holy book, the holy Bible. I took what you all call the, the holy Bible, and I put it side by side with the book of creation. And the book that you have compared to the book of creation is like taking a baby ABC book and putting it next to a college thesis because your book starts with in the beginning God made, but that's not how the book of creation starts. It goes back before he made the earth. It goes back before he made the universe. It goes back when he was a single conscious. It goes back before he birthed the universe with a single thought. It describes what's masculine and what's feminine. It describes why he brooded in silence. It describes why you can't see him once the creation was made. It describes all of that before you get to the creation of the earth. Then it talks about the destruction of the earth twice before it gets into the creation that we're in right now. Then you get into the stories of the Bible. Whoever looked at these books realized they was too powerful and too deep. So they wrote this little ABC simplified ass version for y'all. Uh, come on, man. Hey, oh, man, the teacher. 
That's the teacher. Look, man, I've been preaching this shit every motherfucking podcast, man. You now, you done, you done revisited, you done brought the strength and the spirit of the Black Panthers back with the Not Fucking Around Coalition. I've been asking everybody, man, what we gonna do to get a little Africa in America, man? We got a little Italy, we got a little China, we got a little, uh, man, they the name downtown LA, little Armenia, my nigga. We don't got a little Africa nowhere, man. What we gonna do to get a little Africa, man, where we control our own merch, our own shit, our own commerce, all the fly shit that's on Marrows could be right there in a little Africa. All our little clothing companies, all our little fly shit could be right there in a little Africa where we all make money and capitalize off the shit, man. How do we do that, my brother? Well, let me answer that this way. Let me answer that this way. First, you have to understand that all those places that you name, Little Italy, Little Armenia, Chinatown, all of those identify a country. If something happens to a Chinese person in the United States, China got a problem with it. If something happens to someone from Mexico, Mexico got a problem with it. If something happens to a Canadian, Canada got a problem with it. If something happens to one of us, what country speaks up for us? No one. Nobody. Five countries in Africa identifies with us to the point where they will say, you can't do our peoples like that. So before we can answer that question of why don't we have a little Africa, the question becomes, well, which country in Africa are you talking about? You see what I'm saying? Which one are you identifying with? Which one of their culture are you emulating? So unless you've been there, lived there, understand their culture, and that they identify with you, you can't come here. We are the only group of people who don't have an identity and we always running around want to attach ourselves to an identity look at black panther the movie when that shit came out it was make-believe yet you had people running around like that's us that's us no you don't know who you are it was erased from you you're one of the members of the 12 tribes the 10 lost tribes so they made sure you don't know who you are you've been scattered around so in order for us first to have a little africa we got to first get ourselves into Africa. Again, we write back to declaring ourselves a prisoner of war nation so you can let us exodus into Africa and build our own ethno nation. Let me tell y'all real quick what that means because some people don't, I don't know where we're going to go. That's the same they said, listen, that's the same shit they said in Egypt where they said, well, where we going to go? How are we going to get there? Shut the fuck up and take the ride. Anything better than being here, but we already got a plan. This ain't no, we're not packing up, doing that Mosey shit. Oh, we ain't doing no shit like that we doing it we doing nation building that means i'm in contact with the with the vice president of nigeria i'm in contact with the vice president of ghana and we have decided can y'all give us 800 miles each way just carve out this little circle for us like they did the country of israel and let us build our nation within that and y'all protect us at the same time until we get on our feet sure we'd be glad to do that then once we build that nation we can then come back here and be immigrants of our own and set up a little Africa. That's your little Africa. We got to give ourselves an identity first and stop running around waiting for somebody to give us one. Then we can decide how you gonna have a, a place about your culture when you don't have a culture yet. Mm. That's deep. That's deep. That's and my mom. Feeling swallow. That's a hard oh, goddamn that swallow. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like you said, these countries are are like they got hats that get this shit implemented now. That money go back to China. Chinatown, that money going back to the Chinese government right. and and the neighborhood also. So right. it ain't just, just the people in America getting money. It's a government situation. I assume right. for Little Italy and all the other people, they all get money together. So we will have to be partnered up with Africa to even make that happen, basically. Exactly. 
Now, now I know you've been keeping up with the with the program that you know one of our pushes is not just the creation of the ethno state. There's a bigger there's a bigger effort that's underway. Um, I had a meeting today uh, with some of the, the, the chiefs from the nations across Africa. Uh, and you have to realize the chiefs still hold power. It's not the political folks you see, the puppets that they put in place. The chiefs hold the real power. And discussion is, what would it take to create a United States of Africa and push every foreigner out of the continent like they used to be up until 1423 when the Portuguese finally got in and had to fight with Queen Nzinga, which didn't go too well for their ass. What would yeah, it take it to sweep? Because here's why. If we sweep the continent and push the white man and the Chinese out, because those are the ones in Africa right now, if we push them out, now we become the resource supplier for the whole world. And everybody has to deal with this new superpower. They're very much aware of that. And that's something that they want. But they need our expertise and our guidance from a military standpoint. In fact, because of that, those are the alliances that we're creating. So when you start talking about money going back, think about how China profits. Think about how the United States profits. Where do they get all their resources from? Africa. Africa. Africa, baby. Africa. And speaking of Africa right now, they trying to depopulate The real Wakanda. Hold on, they trying to depopulate Africa right now. You know them goddamn- uh, Yeah, they're vaccines. Some of the vaccines, exactly. Yeah. And, and here's what people don't realize. I taught on this. You know, I did a, I did a, I did a, 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 a show called the um the needle or the, the needle or the bullet. If you haven't seen right. it, you know, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. And, and when I did the needle or the bullet, I talked about the fact that y'all so busy letting them side side distract you with this COVID nineteen. Y'all don't realize that there are other agendas and play. What they want to do is, you're right, they never left their plan of global extermination or genocide against black people, and they want to do it with a needle. They did that with the HIV test that they did it down in Africa. They did it when they claimed they was giving all the women birth control shots, when they were giving them diseases that would kill them. Same thing with you. They want to come to it. They've got $100 million that the United States has already set aside for mandatory vaccinations for next year. They already got the money set aside for your ass. Matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that. I got a copy. Where the hell is it at? It's over here, because I keep shit like this laying around. Don't ask me why. But this is oh, my mom. Six, six. This bill right here is a bill that they put forth that will award grants and money so that they can conduct mandatory vaccinations in your house. Come to your crib with the military. Y'all research it yourself. HR six 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 six. Which is, which is a bill to authorize the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award grants to eligible entities to conduct diagnostic testing and related activities such as contract tracing, mobile health units, and if necessary, vaccinations in your residence. This right here, you know what the scary part about this is? It says that they can deputize anybody, your church, your school, anybody. Wait, 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 wait. what's that word you use, deputize? Damn shot. Now, hold on a second. Why the words mean shit. They need to know these motherfucking words at the fine print. Look, look, two things that people ain't paying attention to. The first thing is this. Right at the end of 2019, a scientist at MIT perfected what they call dissolvable needles. There are six needles that they would put in your arm. Then the needles would dissolve under your skin, but they deliver the vaccine or whatever the hell else it is, but it also leaves a barcode 
that's visible right below your skin that's readable with a smartphone. Can you say Mark of the Beast? You, you know I know you ain't lying. For I five got... years, which meaning without this barcode, you can't trade, you can't go to work. Why do you think they so slow to open shit up? They were already doing the testing in Bangladesh. Do your research, people. They about to bring that shit over here, and they trying to start with black folks first, because the shot they gonna give you is gonna be a different shot than they gonna give the white folks. They said, they like, said black folks and Native Americans, they want them to think it first. Elites. Say what? They say they want black folks and uh, Native Americans to think it first. You, they want y'all to take it first because you're going to get a different shot. Your shot ain't going to be the shot they're giving them. See, the reason they want to experiment on you is to find out how to kill your ass. But what they're trying to do is keep their ass alive. But should you survive, everybody gets the ID chip. Everybody gets the barcode, whether they put it in your hand or put the motherfucker on your forehead. That's straight out of the Bible. Most of y'all don't even realize we're in Revelation 13 right now. Right now. I've been saying we're in fucking Revelation 13. I've been saying we're in Revelation like a month, and we're in the fall of Babylon. That's why. That's why. Real quick. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, didn't come, I didn't come to get this deep on your show, but since you brought it up, a lot of y'all were, were still asleep when the tribulation began. You want me to tell you when it began? It began on August the 21st of 2017 with the great eclipse that only crossed the United States. 33 days, and if you don't know the significance of the number 33, then you need to go do your studying. But 33 days after that, we had the great sign as forecast in Revelations 12. And scientists tried to disprove it. It's a star constellation configuration that happened, a certain alignment of the planets that matched what was said in the book for Revelations 12. They tried to dispute it. They said that can't be right. Yup, they turned the clock ahead 26 million years. They couldn't duplicate it. They turned the clock backwards 26 million years. They couldn't duplicate it. This was not something that would happen in one lifetime. This was something that hadn't happened in 700 lifetimes. So they knew this was the sign. When that sign appeared, it said, you now begin seven years of tribulations. And since then, all hell is broken loose everywhere. The weather's fucked up. The kids is fucked up. The world is upside down. They're killing people. People losing their goddamn minds. Shit, they spraying the skies. All kind of shit is happening. And for those of y'all who still don't believe it, seven years, that seven years ends. On April the 24th, 2024, when we're going to have another great eclipse, just like the one we just had, here's the coincidence. The first one y'all had went this way across the United States, and ground zero was Carbondale, Illinois. If you remember, I broadcast live from there. In totality, the deepest totality, the nickname of that place is Little Egypt. Think about it. When they do the eclipse in 2024, guess what? It's going to go the other way. And guess what ground zero is going to be? The same goddamn spot. X marks the spot. And it is written in the scriptures. And I shall take you down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will try you for what you did to my people and how you divided up my land. There's a lot of people that believe that Egypt is not over there. Egypt is right here. And the reason they say that is because Egypt is supposed to sit at the mouth of two great rivers. The Ohio River and the Mississippi River is where Carbondale sits. And it's called Little Egypt. And the place up the street is called Cairo. And the place around the corner is called Memphis. I'm not making this shit up. They don't teach y'all about the ancient civilization. Oh, you can't make this up. You think it was a bunch of people running around with berries and spears and shit. Yeah, there was great cities that existed from Chicago all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. Pyramids bigger than what they got in Egypt. But y'all don't want to hear all that. 
So an X marks the spot. You're in a third year right now of the tribulation. And you still got a few more to go. I'm done teaching the hoodoo. Man, thanks for having oh, you, bro, mom. bro. Uh, you just blew our mind, man. Give them your social media. Give them your uh, YouTube where we could get this teaching, my brother. Like you, you are so deep, man. You waking up all the uh, all our black brothers and sisters out there because it's his sisters and, and the impact, man. Definitely, his sisters putting it down. You know what I mean? So salute to all the brothers and sisters and the impact, y'all for holding down our black communities. You know what I mean? Like this, this I mean, it's amazing, man. I'm, I'm I'm just speechless, man. What you gotta say, Kato, before you get up out here? Hey, man, this shit, this shit, this shit is some real informative shit, man. I had. Had my mind on certain little, he, he really directed me on what the fuck the truth was on what I had that uh, cliche kind of mindset on shit like, oh, these just some motherfuckers. Because I know a lot of niggas from the Black Riders out in and, um, the Mert area in Los Angeles. All of them ain't trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, I'm looking at the big picture of not judging them on some individual shit, just judging motherfuckers on the energy of what the fuck the thing is. And then you connecting a certain dot that Y'all could even know about what I know about y'all. So I ain't got to sit there and spit it like that. Salute. I get it now on my mind. <laughs> and I'm honored to be on the show to even have some dialogue with you, man. Brother, like I said before, each one reach one, teach one at this stage right now. If y'all want to become a member of the NFAC, you can reach out to us at info at blacknfac.com. It's an email address. Do not attempt to infiltrate our website. Our website is locked for members only. All you can do is submit your info. We will vet you. And if you meet the qualifications, you will be invited into the InFact process. If you would just like to come and check us out on Facts Over Feelings, I'm only on Instagram because I don't do Facebook and I'm banned for life from Twitter. So you can reach me at the official Grandmaster J. We do morning mental, 8 o'clock every morning, where we break it down for an hour or so to get your mental cooking and get you going. And then we come back at 8.30 on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and then Fridays for Facts Over Feelings. And Facts Over Feelings is where we actually break open the, open the golden books, we break open the teachings, and we dig into the facts of what it's going to take to move us ahead. I would be, I would be so honored if y'all would join us. Right now, we've seen nothing but an explosion in the number of people that's getting the teaching. But let me tell you something. A month ago, we only had 3,000 people. Now I got 115,000 and growing. So that should tell you that we're doing something right. To, um, to everybody else that will want to come out and you know and be a, be a part of what we're doing when we're in your town, there will be our in fact recruiting tour where we will be coming through to examine existing militias and to swear those folks in and deputize them, and at the same time to assist with training and get folks deputized. Okay, cold word. Hey man, <laughs> you didn't know what deputize is anyway, mate. No, I did. I on some real shit. That shit. Was I, I knew it, it was a it was a, it was a, it was, a, it was a word of power though, and 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 and, and admiration and goddamn, I said okay, he said it the other day. That's how I That's do. Not, uh, in fact, you know we got to talk that shit a little bit on smoke a lot. We gonna we gonna get a little comical a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey great episode, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, hey, brother. Hey, thank y'all for having me on, brother. Like I said before, you know, Yuck is my man. He wanted the realest cats in the game. So I told him, I'm only a phone call away. No matter how big this thing get, I'm always going to be family. So y'all don't, don't forget to reach out to your brother. I love to sit with y'all and build because this is what we got to hey, start. Hey, we're going to have you as a guest host on a certain episode. We're going to be a guest host. 
Well, yeah, we can say right. it up. Let's talk, let's talk about it. But in the meantime, I'm going to bitch y'all peace and blessings and light. Thank and you. Shalom, my brother. Shalom, all the one. Thank you, bro. Yes, Kato, sir. stay on. Stay on, Kato. Peace uh, out. Smoke a lot radio. Yada da. Digital. Oh, my mama.